Everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp podcast. If you are someone who has been on a constant roller coaster of losing weight, gaining it back, and the amount of frustration that comes with finding reliable health advice, this is the podcast for you. We are health and mindset specialists that want to coach you so fucking well that we not only help you achieve the physical results you're after, but help improve your relationship with your food, your body, and yourself from a mental and emotional standpoint so that we can become completely redundant to you. Yes, you heard that right. We coach our clients to make us redundant. Thank you so much for listening in. Your support means the absolute world to us. Without further delay, let's jump into your episode of Inside the Genie's Lamp. Everybody, welcome to Inside the Genie's Lamp. Uh, tis just your boy rolling solo tea. Solo crush. Crush solo? I don't even know what the drink is anymore. Let's just call it solo. Tea squash. <laughs> what a shit nickname that would be. Sup, tea squash? Anyway... Um, yeah, that fucking, that derailed me so much. (laughs) Uh, I want to talk about subtle changes. So I have two clients that are finishing up with me, uh, at the end of this week as a time of recording, but then also one for next week as well. Had the last and second last call with them respectively. And I'll start with the one who's finishing off this week. So we did a little bit of extra work with her in order to get the weight loss happening because we had all of these positive changes and it was amazing. And there was all this stuff that she was benefiting from. And it was like, holy shit, I'm a completely different person. One thing that she said at the start when we did sign up was, I don't even care if I lose weight. I just want my body composition to change. And that's exactly what happened. All the goals that she wanted, tick, 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 that happened. But there was the frustration of why can't I lose weight if... I'm tracking all my calories, I'm doing this movement, here's all this stuff that's going on. Um, we eventually figured out that it was a gut health issue and that was essentially f- fucking up the way that her body was absorbing or using the nutrients and then that was just a whole non-fun time. Fixed all of that, changed the diet and a whole bunch of foods and now we've got weight loss gradually happening. So we extended the time that we were going to be working together because A, she worked with the toxic coach who's no longer with us and didn't actually end up getting what she was uh, promised when she signed up, which I had no idea. Uh, but anyway, she... Uh, put it all on pause. I reached out to her and said, hey, here's the situation. We ended up signing back up because it was like, fuck yeah, let's do that instead. It's what you're actually needing. All the positive benefits in the world, fantastic. And it's all happening. Um, But as I've said multiple, multiple times, but if you haven't heard it, here you go. Uh, We charge for a result, not for a time period. Obviously we put a time period on it. We say six months is the time that we are going to be working together. Um, That's why we moved away from having like a three month option, six, 12, nine, uh, month options, all those fun ones, we moved away from having all of them because it was just a lot simpler to say 90% of people are signing up to six months. So let's just have the six months and simplify fucking everything. And the coaches are going to be a lot easier to just say the program's this instead of now there's 28 different options you can do and everyone getting overwhelmed with it. So that's a fun little context backstory as to why we just have the one six month program. Um, but we put the six month timeline on there so that people obviously have a sense of urgency so it's not i'll do it next week i'll do it whenever oh well you know i don't want to stop working with them so i'll self-sabotage here so that we can end up doing this the time period also adds adds that sense of urgency it adds the accountability and it just adds a holy shit i need to do this because i've invested all this money and we're running out of coaching time at the same time um i'm very good at drawing boundaries with clients not so much myself but we'll cross that bridge eventually with my therapist but With clients, I'm very good at drawing boundaries. And for me, I'm very happy to offer someone a bit of extra time in working together to say, hey, let's work together to get this result and figure out what's going on. Did exactly that with this lady and everything's all awesome. And I was like, sweet. So all you have to do now is just wake up and keep doing this. And 
the weight loss will just keep happening, particularly because it wasn't like, holy shit, now I'm on 1,200 calories and this and that. We actually found that happy middle ground of she can still function, lose weight, wake up, sleep better, recover from gym, all the fun stuff, right? And that was all happening. So I eventually called it and said, you know what? We'll have a check-in next week, do everything as per normal, but then we will just double check and make sure that everything's going all sweet. And if it is, we can call that the end of the program and that's extra time to be able to say, hey, you wanted this result and I'm as curious as you are to figure out what is going on so that when someone else comes into it, I can help them because I've gone through that before. Um, and we did that, figured it out, got her the result and then said, fantastic, you've got the results, you've got the stuff, everything that you wanted to do, we've ticked every single box and then plus one more. Uh, now we're moving on our way. And the one thing that she said in terms of the subtle changes, um, when she had been, or when she reached out, she had been following me and I'm willing to bet that this is a lot of people listening right now. She had been following me on TikTok for about six-ish months, I believe. And then she eventually hit the point of like, fuck it, I need help and I want to do this and fuck it, I'm tired of feeling this bad. Or there was like some something that I said on a podcast or a TikTok or something. It was like, holy shit, that makes a lot of sense. I should probably reach out and get that sorted. Uh, so she did. Obviously changed her life. Fantastic. We love it. Um, she was expecting from the content that she had consumed from me that it was going to be week after week epiphanies and breakthroughs and all the hard work and just like boom, boom, boom. Oh my God. And like these massive revelations coming in every single week. And she goes, I'm surprised that it wasn't that. And I was sort of, uh, I was like surprised that it wasn't these big epiphanies from the type of content that I saw you do because everything I saw was just like, whoa. But working together, it was a lot more subtle. And there were small changes that we did over time to say, let's try and do this one little thing for this week. See how that goes. We'll check in next week. Then obviously that next week comes, hey, how'd you go with it? Yeah, I felt like it was going pretty good. Awesome. Let's keep doing that. Is there something else that you want to start focusing on as well? And then we started focusing on that. And then by the time that we got to the end of the coaching program, I said, how do you feel that the program is gone? It was like, yeah, I didn't think, like I thought it was going to be all these big epiphany changes and things like that. But then she actually started looking back where she started, where she is now. She goes, holy shit, I'm like, everything about this that we have worked on, completely different. There's no more major emotional responses. There's no more fuck it mentality. There's no more all or nothing, or at least there's a lot less of it. And she's losing weight now. And the body composition, she said she doesn't care if she loses weight unless the body composition changes and the body composition has changed. And now we're slowly losing weight as well and still functioning. And we have a brain hole that works. That's always fun. People, people love having a brain hole that can actually work so that you don't feel like absolute fucking garbage every time that you want to lose weight. We can actually do that and feel good about it. Who would have thought? Fucking wild concepts, right? So she started doing all of that. And it was just these super subtle changes that we put in place that accumulated across the time of us working together that then when she looked back said, oh my God, things are so much different now. Um, and this person is going to be on the podcast very soon. So you'll be able to, if you want to, pre-submit some questions and just say, the fuck? And you can ask that and we can go from there. Um, the other person who is finishing up as well, there's going to be a lot more podcasts coming of interviewing clients that have just finished up because A, I'm running out of podcast ideas, hence why I'm going to the Discord community and saying, hey people, the fuck do you want to hear me talk about? So that's why we're in there. Um, so if you do have questions or anything, Instagram, bio, Discord, or you can comment on any Instagram post ever. Just the word Discord 
and we will automatically send you a link to get into the Discord because we're moving into fancy stuff now. That's what we like. And I know people that can't listen, that can't listen, that can't see me right now, uh, doing the shapes around my face because that's who we are. We fancy bitches. Um, sometimes I forget, even though I can see myself on camera for the content, that people that are listening, they're like, why is he laughing so much? I can't see anything. There's no context for any of this. He's a fucking idiot. And I wholeheartedly agree. So take that. There's going to be a lot more. <laughs> There's going to be a lot more clients uh, post-program interviews just to be like, how did you feel and what was going on? And we can break all that up. And then obviously it's going to be a full podcast uh, in here as well. So that people can have a lot more understanding as to what goes on through the coaching program. Um, through the Unfuck Yourself Transformation Program. That's going to be there for you. Um, the other person who was finishing up with me said something very similar. And when we started working together, we only did a three month program because it, we signed up, uh, before we started doing just the six months. Um, but then we had to extend because I got sick and then holidays and then we paused and then there was a whole bunch of stuff. But anyway, we ended up finishing or we're finishing our three month program tomorrow. No, what's tomorrow, but in weeks next week, there we go. <laughs> What's that thing that's tomorrow, but not tomorrow, but a few days from now? Uh, it would be next week, Travis. That's what it is. So she's finishing up next week. And she said a very similar thing to the first client. And that was being able to not really recognize it. Like, oh my God, like there's these massive epiphanies and things. It was just very subtle changes along the way. And you can still feel the changes. It's not like, oh, why the fuck am I doing this? This is all pointless. And then having a massive clarity breakthrough at the end of the program. It's all of these things to be like, hey, how did you go with last week? How did you feel? And when that stuff comes up, oh yeah, I actually did pretty good. Oh, I did this. And the questions that I ask tend to be getting people to take a step back and be like, from an objective standpoint, from an objective standpoint, there we go. Um, how do you think that you went? Or how do you feel? In hindsight, what could you have changed? Or what about this? Or what about that? Asking the questions to get people into their head to say, what would you do? Because a lot of the time it is, oh, I feel like I fucked up and I did this and that and here's all the reasons why I fucked up. And then when we bring it back a second and say, okay, why do you feel like you fucked up? Well, went over my calories, obviously. Okay, what were the 48 hours leading up to going over your calories? Oh, I slept like shit and I'm getting my period and then I went to the gym and then I was so angry that someone was uh, in all the equipment that I needed and this and that. And I was like, cool, so you were pissed off for pretty much 48 hours straight and that affected your sleep. And then from there, that's going to ruin your hormones. But then you only went over your calories by 150. So across the week, you're still going to be in a deficit. You're still going to lose weight for this week. And instead of ordering a KFC family feast, you actually stuck to what you were doing, but you just had an extra bag of popcorn. You just had like a half a block of chocolate when normally you would have that massive family feast or the full block of chocolate or something like that. So it is working. And that's where people go, oh yeah, no, I actually did manage that pretty well. And then it starts to get into the, okay, I could have done this and that could have been really fucking bad, but I actually did these things. And when people start to notice those subtle changes, that's where it starts to click. And that's where we go, yeah, that's the behavioral change that we're talking about. You don't want to do all that stuff because you already feel, <clears throat> you already feel like shit and you don't want to do something to make you feel even worse tomorrow. But what you did was, I'm just going to keep going and do this stuff, but I really, 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 really need this half a block of chocolate right now. If I don't have it, I'm going to punch, 
a fucking hole in the wall. It's like, cool. Well, it's going to be cheaper for you to uh, have that half a block of chocolate and spend $4 on a new one instead of plastering up a whole new wall. So let's do that. That's cost effective. That's just cost of living right there. That's Trav's new economic program. <laughs> Everything that's coming out of my mouth lately, I'm like, how can I make a program out of this? Because that's what's in my head. I'm currently, and just to let people know, because only OGs and awesome people listen to the podcast and not a whole lot of many people outside of that. Like, we're not obviously breaking record charts or anything like that. And people who do listen to the podcast, that's you. Uh, they tend to be very involved with the community or they're about to reach out or in the near future, they're going to reach out to get some sort of help or hopefully they DM me and say, hey, listen to all of your podcasts and I actually did all the stuff in it and it was so awesome that I don't need coaching anymore. A, let me cry for five minutes because, oh my God, we didn't get that income. But B, let me cry happy tears immediately after that because just talking shit <laughs> to my camera in an office managed to actually change someone's life. And that is profoundly weird to me. That I can just sit here and talk to a camera and people will take that on board and go, Oh my god, who's that smart? I didn't even realise that. And I don't know who sounds like that. Travis does, but not you, probably. Um, so I'm trying to figure out what are some programs and what are some things or courses that we can offer that are going to help people that can't afford or don't have the means to do the complete transformation program. That's what's currently in my head. Because I know interest rates are going up. That fucking sucks. Our mortgage has gone up like fucking 1300 a month. No, thank you. Um, and cost of living is also going up because, hey, why not take advantage of people that are already struggling and increase your profit margins? Thank you, Coles and Woolies. Why not? Uh, but anywho, and I just heard someone, even though there's no one here, I can hear someone going, you should shop at Aldi. Guess what? That's a good point. I probably will. Um, so yeah, that's what's in my head, trying to do all that stuff. However, because I have ethics and morals, I'd like to think, Someone said next time I say morals, I should say morals because that's my last name. And <laughs> that's a good pun. Um, but anyway, I'm trying to make sure that I have morals. Oh yeah, I did it. You saw it. Um, I'm trying to figure out these programs because the courses or online courses where it's like, hey, sign up to this seven day thing, go do it, whatever it is. There is a five to 15%. Usually it averages out to be like 7% completion rate on those programs because the main reason why people reach out, I know what I need to do, but I just don't do it. Why don't you do it? Oh, I don't feel motivated. There's no one there keeping me accountable. People pay for the accountability and support. So if I am running these courses and I do open them up and I have a massive membership site or whatever it is that it ends up being or whatever the fitness genie ends up evolving into, I want to make sure that people have that accountability and support and they don't feel like another fucking number that it's like, hey, give me 120 bucks or whatever it's going to be and get into the membership site and just consume all of that and you'll be fine. Realistically, I already have something like that. It's called my fucking Instagram feed. So if people wanted to do that, obviously it's not as curated and libraried in terms of, or catalogued, that's the word I was looking for. It's not as catalogued in terms of, hey, watch this for like your phase one of getting healthy and then your phase two of getting healthy and keep everything simple and do this. Realistically, I think maybe 10 people out of every 100 would get through it and say this was amazing. The other 90 though, I feel like I would just be adding to the cost of living things to be like, oh my God, that's another program that's where I signed up to and I didn't do it. So I want to make sure that people actually do do it. And we have at least, if it's going to be something group or templated like that, to say, hey, this is what you do to be happy and healthy and keep it all super simple. Um, I want at least a 75 completion rate, 75% completion rate. 
because I know not everyone's going to do it, but having that accountability and support, that's what I want to be able to deliver to make sure that people aren't just wasting their money and being like, oh, I did this thing and if only I could do that because then it feels bad when you sign up to a program, you don't do it and then you guilt yourself for all these things. So anyway, that's that's a long story of what I'm trying to do. What's in, my, what's in the back of my head? Um, this other person <laughs> who's finishing up next week, um, it was all of the subtle changes that we had been putting in place and obviously they all accumulate to make a massive difference in their lives. Um, one of the things from there was the period that we had signed up for. She said, maybe I'm going to wait until I finish this massively busy period at work. And then when things slow down towards like the tail end of the year, maybe I'll sign up then because then life's a lot easier and I'll be able to fully commit myself to this. And I said to her, I feel like people already know what I'm going to say, but I said to her, why don't we sign up now? while things are completely difficult. So then that way, we know that when things are very difficult, you know how to manage that. And then when things get easier for you towards the tail end of the year, and you know how to manage that, you've already got the healthy habits and you essentially just say, hey, I'm a healthy person that can lose weight and do these things, but now I have an extra 10 hours per week. What do I wanna fill that with? Maybe I could go to the gym or for walks or meal prep or whatever it's gonna be. It's a lot easier to obviously do those things when times are easier. So I said, let's do the hard work now because the only thing that's going to happen is if we take these three months where it's very difficult and we don't know what to do and we're very unstable or uncertain as to how to manage those things and then we start three months later, what do you think is going to happen then? We're just going to be working for that three months to undo the things that most likely have happened during that three-month tough period. So let's get through the tough period together with everything and then for that easy period, it's going to be very easy for you to adapt and make some changes because you've already got all that hard stuff in your pocket and you know what's going on. She was like, that makes so much fucking sense. Let's do that. So that's exactly what we've done. Um, and wouldn't you believe it? We got to the end of the program. She said to me, oh my God, this is all life-changing shit. And I can't believe that she didn't say that. She doesn't swear as much as me. Um, she got to the end of the program and we had our call uh, this week. So that was on Tuesday. You don't even know when I'm recording. A couple days ago. <laughs> We had our call and our last call is next week. And she said, this is the first time through all of her life, through these busy periods at work, that she feels like she has had some control and hasn't gone completely off the rails with her nutrition. And she's actually seen some results and feels a hell of a lot better through that small time period that we had together of managing the chaos and learning how to when work goes from eight days to 12 hour days, and then there's all this extra mental load and capacity on, on her, that she can actually manage that. She can actually prepare her nutrition and still get some movement in. And despite being incredibly overwhelmed and frustrated and stressed with work, she can still do these things and put them in place. Because the good thing about what we do is that everyone has thoughts and feelings. You can't do fucking anything about that. That's what, it's, we're being human. Uh, and everybody needs to eat. So regardless of if you say you don't have time to do all this stuff for nutrition, guess what? You do. Because otherwise you'd be dead. You would not be eating food and you would be starving yourself and you would be like, oh, well, I just don't have time to eat. But oddly enough, when you get starving, you find time to eat. And I know what people are saying of like, no, I don't have time to meal prep and do this and spend four hours on Sunday. Guess what? You don't fucking have to. You can be super simple and planned and prepped in 20 minutes a day. That's it. 20 minutes a day and you could sort your entire week and not have to stress about food and be overwhelmed and what am I going to eat? How am I going to do this? You put some basic principles in place to say dinner is going to become lunch and breakfast is going to be roughly the same thing. We'll have two choices for that. 
Breakfast, roughly the same. Lunch, already prepped, because that's just dinner from the night before. And then if what happens if you get home and it's late and you're tired and this and that, and then there's already dinner there ready to be cooked, but you're like, I should have been in bed half an hour ago. And that is where it comes in to either have something that's already ready in terms of like an emergency food or a frozen food or something you can just easily chuck in the microwave um, or oven, your call, or you just fucking suck it up and cook it so that tomorrow is easy. So then you don't have takeaway or avoid food for dinner. And then the next day, oh, I don't have anything ready. And then you have takeaway for lunch on that day. And then you get home and go, oh, well now I feel shit because I've been eating like shit and I've done this and now I feel bad that I've gone over my calories. It's already Thursday. Fuck it. I'll go all the way through the weekend and then I'll start again fresh on Monday. And what happens then? The exact same fucking process takes place. So being able to create those habits of I'm tired, I'm this, I'm that. Who cares? No one cares right now. You care because you're tired. I understand that. However, it's going to take you maybe 20, 30 minutes. By the time that you order Uber Eats and it gets here, you probably could have cooked something yourself and done that and saved yourself 900 calories. Let's just call it what it is. Uh, So if you can put some very basic fundamental practices in place and say, I'm doing this for this week. I can either cook from home because I work from home or I can cook at home and then save that for lunch the day before and just be one step ahead of yourself. You don't have to run the entire fucking marathon and then say, cool. Now that I've run that marathon, I think I'm okay to go for a walk. Because that's what a lot of people do. They picture themselves running the marathon, completing the marathon, and then they think about how fucking much work that is going to be, or how difficult that is going to be running the marathon, instead of just saying, you know what, maybe I'll just go for a walk instead of running a marathon. I don't have to be all in. I don't have to think about meal prepping, breakfast and lunch and dinner, and doing the classic gym bro meal preps where on the Sunday you have... 24 different meal containers that are going into the fridge and freezer and all these things and being like fucking ready prepare to fail or fail to prepare (laughs) you don't have to be one of those people (laughs) you can quite literally say i'm having fucking chicken tikka masala for dinner tonight and i'm going to cook that and figure it out portion it in half fantastic this other half is for lunch done that is your day tomorrow sorted because breakfast for a lot of people right now, I don't give a fuck if it's high calorie or high protein or whatever. It's just breakfast is breakfast. Okay. Breakfast is usually sorted because that's the easiest meal. People don't even think about breakfast. They typically wake up and do it or they wake up and have a fucking energy drink in that case and then skip their breakfast. And then they go on to lunch right now. Don't really care about it. But if that is you consider actual food so that you don't have high amounts of caffeine on an empty stomach and then wonder why you're shitting yourself all day and you can't keep food down and feel a little bit sick and get to the end of the night and go, wow, I'm hungry. Uh, Because you couldn't keep anything down because caffeine uh, relaxes your sphincters within your body. So of course, as soon as you eat something, (laughs) sorry for the sound effects. (laughs) Uh, But anywho, that's that. And you can do a lot of life-changing You can do a lot of life-changing foundational habits in 20 minutes a day. That is all it is going to take. And those tiny, subtle changes that you do every single day, they are going to equate to, during these stressful, chaotic, overwhelming, frustrating times, I know that I can fall back on these small little things that I can do, and I can still see results. That's it. That's as simple as it can be. And regardless of if you work 12 hours a day or if you work six hours a day, Everyone has to, everyone obviously thinks and feels, so we can always work on that. Everyone has to eat or consume calories or else they're going to pass out and probably die. We can figure that out. 
That is the beautiful thing that I love about our job is that it's not, oh, you can't get to the gym because you work 12 hours a day and then you have an hour commute each way. So there's 14 hours. Are you telling me that maybe you're just being lazy? You should commute to the gym so that you can get your hour gym session in. We don't do that. It's obviously if you can get to the gym, that's ideal because all of the fucking benefits that are going to come from going to the gym consistently. Can't even list them here because a podcast will go for too long. If you can get to the gym, fuck yeah, do that life-changing shit will happen in the gym if you can do it consistently. Um, lost my train of thought. We can do home workouts. We could just get the steps in. We could just, hey, walk around your fucking house while you're cooking dinner. Or every time that happens, do some squats, do some jumping jacks, whatever it is. It's going to feel fucking stupid first time that you do it, but it's going to be better than getting 3,000 steps in per day. You wake up, get ready around the house. There's maybe 500 steps. Get in your car, drive to work, and of course your driver's you get as close to your work as possible and then it's maybe up a flight of stairs there's an extra 200 steps maybe 300 if your car's bumping around a little bit and your watch takes it as a step then you're walking around the office there's maybe 1500 steps for the entire day of getting up and doing all that stuff i don't know maybe you work a lot more busier Um, and then essentially that's the entire day reverse engineer the car and getting home and all that stuff car that's what that's 4000 steps a day maybe 3000 steps not that. So if we can get 7,000 steps, fuck yeah, how do we get that in? Walk around your house, park further away. Those little tiny insignificant details that feel very insignificant, when you start adding them all up, it leads to six, 12 months later, oh, holy fuck, I'm losing weight. And I haven't even really changed anything that I've done. I've taken the habits and behaviors that I already have, and I've just put guardrails around them. That's it. That is the biggest thing as to what we do. Taking you, And then essentially putting my favorite analogy is bowling with bumpers. You're going to bowl. You're going to get the ball from the start all the way to the pins. We don't care if you get a strike or you get one or a fucking somehow miraculously between the bumpers and everything goes into the gutter at the very end. We don't fucking care. The point is we get the ball from the start to the end. That's it. Because we have another shot when we wake up tomorrow and we get to throw another ball down there. And we do that every single day until we fucking die. So if we put the bumpers up, all of a sudden, you're probably going to get a better score than bowling without bumpers. So we come in and put the bumpers in so that you're more likely to hit the pins at the end. You're more likely to be able to see success. That's what we do. So we just take you as the ball and we put bumpers or guidelines around that to say, what are your current habits, behaviors, thought patterns, belief systems, that fun shit? What are you doing with your life at the moment? I do X, Y, Z. Fantastic. Let's take X. Let's just do that. Put some little bumpers around it. And now, instead of getting 3,000, I want you to bump it to 5,000. Boom, that first little bit of bumpers has come up. Fantastic. When that starts to get there, okay, cool. Now you're getting 4,000 steps or 5,000 steps, whatever it was. Literally cannot remember 10 seconds ago. Wow. Um, Let's just say 5,000. You get 5,000 steps. Um, I'm going to listen back to this and be like, fucking Jesus, Travis, how do you not remember 10 seconds ago? (laughs) It's because my brain is broken, that's why. Get 5,000 steps. That is your current behaviors and things. It's going to feel like you're doing absolutely nothing and you're not seeing results. But the good thing is it leads us to the next step. How do we get 6,000 steps? Or if you don't want to focus on getting 6,000 steps, how can we make breakfast a hell of a lot more fulfilling so that you don't end up snacking between breakfast and lunch? Let's do that. So then we end up doing that. Four weeks go by and that's all that we've done so far. Making sure that you're happy and enjoying stuff and it's feeling like, oh yeah, nothing's really changing that much, but you know, I'm I'm feeling a little bit better. Fantastic. Let's go to 6,000 steps now. What does that look like? Boom. Two weeks in a row, you've hit 6,000 steps. Fuck yeah. Now, how do we get uh, less snacking in the later part of the day or how do we structure that? All of a sudden, 
lunch becomes a main focus and now we've got breakfast and no snacking and then lunch is a massive meal that carries us all the way through to dinner can you see how all of this stuff starts adding up it is good when people have massive revelations and epiphanies like about what they're doing and their life because i have countless clients that do have those and i typically just go fuck yeah that's awesome i'm gonna make a tiktok about it (laughs) and that's the type of content that you were seeing off the back of those client calls But typically when we get into the nitty gritty of how do we change your life, it is very subtle in what we're doing because we don't want those massive before and afters and it has to feel like a diet. It has to feel like a thousand calories. It has to feel like you're seeing results every single day. It doesn't. Mm. Oh, my face just blew up on me. It doesn't have to feel like you're seeing progress every single day because that is physical. If you're seeing weight loss every single day, we have a problem because Laura will be the exact same and she will probably tell you the exact same. If we see someone's weight loss from day one, day two, three, four, all of that for an entire four, five, six, seven, eight weeks, if we see it dropping consistently every single day, we go, fuck, we have a problem here. We need to figure it out. Either A, get a blood test, make sure that everything's okay medically, or that that's usually the second thing. Uh, The first thing that we normally do is let's add some calories in let's dial this back a bit because if you're losing weight every single day for all of this stuff, um, usually when people are losing weight every single day, it is very quick weight loss. It's not, we're losing a hundred grams today and then a hundred grams the next day. And then that is leading to like 700 grams. No, it's usually like at the end of the week, like 1.2 to 1.5 kilos. And we're like, Oh, that's a lot. (laughs) We should probably not do that. So, we can obviously see those red flags of if you're losing weight very quickly, it's probably going to end up being something that you've done before and crashed and burned. So what we're trying to do is essentially pull up so that you don't completely fucking nosedive into the earth. We're trying to get you to land on water, chill a little bit, get the life rafts out. And then, hey, as it just so happens, plot twist, you're actually in a water plane. (laughs) So let's take off again and figure that out. Um, So yeah, that is the subtle changes that we typically do and that we like to see. And that if you are on your weight loss or health or fitness journey or whatever, insert journey here in terms of improving your life and getting good at it, um, start subtle, start subtle. It doesn't have to be an all or nothing approach. And that's obviously why we do the subtle changes is because it's not zero to hundred, it's zero to 10 and then 10 to 20. And it's just little steps like that so that you can get to hundred and not feel shit for it. So, uh, so yeah, so that's one of the big things that we typically focus on for people is just a lot of the subtle changes and things that we can do to be able to get them to change their life without them feeling like shit. So one little step at a time. If you don't know what that little step is one at a time, feel free to DM us on Instagram, let us know. But as I said, any Instagram post, you can just, de- you can just comment the word discord and we will get you into that discord where all of the podcast chats are happening and all the fun shit is actually working. I'm so glad that postie did not just come to the front door that would have annoyed me so much (laughs) um i interrupted myself anyway with the postie so look at me go discord instagram all that fun stuff we're going to be posting a hell of a lot in there and getting some uh pre-submitted questions and things for a lot of events that are coming up so yeah that is it get involved engage a shitload more because we are actually building everything out for the community by the community and making sure that everything that we are putting out is actually wanted from people and that we're not just like hey here's this thing that no one asked for it's like cool so then we're just wasting time and money 
So we actually want to hear from you so that we can build the podcast out around you. We can build programs and courses and everything out around you. So if you want to get involved in helping the Fitness Genie expand and becoming an awesome beacon of hope that can, <laughs> that can help other people do this. And even if it's just creating a podcast like this, we don't ask for money or anything from this podcast. So the only thing that I will say is, or the only thing that I will ask for is if you can take 10 seconds to rate, review, wherever it is that you are, leave some five stars, let us go, because obviously the higher rated that this is, the more people that we can reach organically, and then the more people's lives that we can hopefully affect and change just from showing up every single day, and that's what we want from you as well. So let us know if there is anything that you do want to see, get into the Discord community and get amongst it so that we can actually start building some things out around you and answer those questions. But anywho, have the best time in the world, and I'll see you in the next one.